to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. We be minding our business. So today I'm minding my business. This is a platform to help you elevate your business, your mindset, and overall your life. I have a really amazing special guest on, Christina, and just waiting for her to hop on real fast. Hello. Hey, beautiful. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. We've been talking and talking and we finally made it happen. You know, this is what I had to do, number one, to make new friends, and number two, to also, like, friends that I wanted in my inner circle to sit at a table with, and uh, and also to stay connected with my friends, like, every, all my friends, which is amazing, because it's what I wanted, was to be, like, high achievers, producers, productive, and with that, it's always easier to, uh, never easy, but it's, uh, I guess it's smoother when it's something productive, so... Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much for being on. For those of you that do not know Christina Crichton, I said that right, right? Perfect. Okay. She is a partner with Elena Cardone, realtor ex, I think it's Expo. You said ESP. Mm-hmm. You're a speaker, a coach, executive producer with Absolute Enterprise, which I was like, wow, this woman is like everything, real estate real estate investor, photography, video, editing, marketing. What don't you do? You're a super mom. You're a powerful woman. Let's go. Let's go. We like it, right? Exactly. So I hope I covered everything. Is there anything else in the space that you're becoming? Um, I think I'm, I'm just, I'm just becoming aware of the power that I have. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that I think as human beings, we all, as we get older, hopefully, become more aware of, of how much we do. And sometimes we just don't give ourselves enough credit. And, and it's, you know, it's a powerful thing to realize, wow, I actually do a lot of things and that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And give yourself a pat on the back sometimes, you know? Yes. Well, that's why I wanted to have you on like this platform was really created to celebrate other women that have created a lane for themselves. And that's just minding my business, be your best self, elevate your life, your business and your mindset and to be able to share some of your knowledge of what keeps you operating at high levels, regardless of life circumstance or what's going on and how you're still able to execute and help maybe other women that are on the climb. And, uh, you know, for just to support each other, but mostly to celebrate you and to talk about you today. So well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Any questions that you have? I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Very, it's very conversational. Um, so what is it, how, how did you get into the line of work that you're in today? We'll start there. That's a, that's a great question. And there's so many different answers to it. But I, I think if I go all the way back to the beginning, I think I fell in love with real estate playing Monopoly. Uh, no joke, uh, as a little girl here in America, it's one of the games that I just really enjoy playing with my next door neighbor, Jonathan, and him and I were very, very competitive collecting properties. And 
And it's funny because I played Monopoly last night because I'm like, all right, we got some serious goals and in real estate in the next 45 days. And the only way that I can kind of take my mind off of the pressure and all the things that have to happen is by having a little bit of fun because fun is the only way that, um, makes the journey sometimes more exciting and takes that insanity and moves it out of the way. You know what I mean? So I played Monopoly as a little kid. And then uh, when I was um, in my 20s, I started a company with my ex-husband. And my goal was to acquire the whole plaza that we had our business in. And the plaza at the time was about, I think, $11 million. I wanted to own commercial real estate because in my head, I played so much Monopoly. I'm like, I'm going to own pieces of, of the block. So mm. um, long story short, the marriage didn't work out parted parted ways so this was a perfect opportunity for me to go into real estate and pursue it full time so a uh, complete career shift and uh yeah that was about seven years ago and now i'm working alongside yelena with with her incredible brand awareness her energy her purpose is aligned with my purpose of helping women men anyone that has gone through some hardships but want to overcome anything in life by being around people that are doing more and in alignment with what they want in their life and ultimately want to help others achieve the same level if not more success yeah so to me that's really powerful so yeah I, I love real estate I love helping our team I see Angela's on the on the live JC's on live Shane you got a lot of love here yes yes I got I got an amazing amazing team yeah. And so, I, and I think one thing too, like uh, we, we talk a lot about and uh, just the bigger concept of life, you know, working around a lot of high end entrepreneurs and people doing amazing things in the world and, and leading new paths, creating new pathways is that sometimes you get wrapped up in the concept of what I do is who I am. And that was another thing that I wanted to make sure that, um, and a lot of times when people go down that route, they determine their self-worth based on their net worth. Mm -hmm. And the process of climbing, expanding, and building, there's going to be a lot of trial error. There's going to be a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of, like you mentioned, you have fun. But what are some other ways that you keep focused in life when you feel like it's just, it's very overwhelming? Or it's too much or you feel like you can't handle all the responsibilities that's such a great question and i think um you know i'm actually like going through this right now i love moving at fast pace i love moving fast i love when things go in different directions like i get excitement from it but um in my 20s I lived off of that high, off of that edge, and uh, now I'm just realizing I can't operate on that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, am I, I'm 36 now, and it's, it's, it's something that I have to be more mindful and be intentional with my energy because my energy, you know, I, I'm a single mom. I have to make sure that I allocate enough energy to my family. I have to make sure I allocate enough energy towards my clients, my team. So, you know, to... I have to practice being still. And this is another thing is, right, like you talk about wealth and defining who you are. If you don't appreciate your self-worth now, no matter how much money you have, it's just going to amplify that, whatever that you are. You know, and I've been around so many different people. And I even remember myself in a different mindset that I was in 
you know, 10 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I achieved so much success with my ex-husband and I was just like, I remember, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm better than everybody because I've achieved this success by 27 years old. Mm -hmm. I have a family, I have a loving husband, I have all this money. And then, uh, you know, I'm very spiritual. God, like, mm -hmm. had a different plan for me. And it's, and you know, I can only imagine if I continued with that mindset into more abundance and more wealth, I would have, it would have been destructive. So it was great opportunity for me to rebuild my mindset and just be like, who am I at the center of all of the wealth that I am building, um, no matter how much money I have in the bank. And, and at the core of it is I have, I'm a giver. Like I love people. I love people so much that sometimes I give more to people than I give to myself. And that's something that I'm practicing more to be a little bit more selfish with me because I am more aware now that I actually do give a lot. In the past, I wouldn't appreciate that. I wouldn't even acknowledge myself. And I think as women, maybe some men too can relate to that. So mm -hmm. being able to slow down and say, hey, I, I'm important too. So no matter how much money in the bank I have, I'm still gonna be Christina. I will help you if I can. If I can't, I will find a way to help you. But um, I, I'm definitely more present to me and what value I add to me and to others. And so I practice being still. I practice being, yeah, self-care, Carlos, exactly. Um, being me and then, and then just keep doing what I'm doing without burning out, even though that's still something like I, I will push my limits. I like doing that. But another thing. That yeah. I, I mean, I those things that you're surrounded by, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with putting that healthy pressure. I mean, we have to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions for our greatest growth. I mean, that's how diamonds are discovered is under high intense pressure or else nothing's gonna, you're not going to see where you can go. But I think it's also like, I love to know what are, like healthy tools that you've maybe adapted or you want to incorporate that you, you mentioned a lot about being present and slowing down a little bit more, not in the sense where you're like slowing down what you're doing, but maybe like, what do you mean by that? That's a great question. And um, I'll definitely clarify that. So um, slowing down. So my day, I think nine o'clock it's go time. Um, my only time to me is in the morning. And so waking up earlier, which means I have to go to bed earlier. So that way in the morning, I'm with my thoughts. I am able to think. I'm able to kind of envision where I'm going. I'm able to take care of my body. I'm able to read books or listen to them. We had a debate about that with my team. But what putting new ideas into your mind so that way your old programming is not running. And you can't rewire your mind going a million miles an hour, which I still do after 9 o'clock. But I still have to be more still. And um, I also practice breathing. Like um, after morning meetings, I go outside and I just breathe. I listen to like meditation music or jazz or some kind of calming music and just kind of write my goals down any ideas that come um what else water i mean taking care of my body is super important mind in the morning so listening to books um i pray and meditate breathe all the healthy things they tell you to do when you're younger you don't pay attention until you realize oh crap i kind of need to do that because <laughs> um, it's foundation it's foundation but um what i realized actually really fascinating because i've been teaching this course on um procrastination and the, the the fascinating thing about procrastination with even procrastination taking care of ourselves 
is that it's actually an emotional regulator. That's why we engage in that aspect. And so, you know, what you're saying is it, it, what I've actually recently discovered was it came down to the segment of um, how, how we place our level of importance and that like, I don't have time to take care of myself. Well, how do you not have time? Like you're the most important person in your life and you got a lot of responsibilities and they all rely on you. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I, this year has all been about that. I mean, the moment I joined Yelena's team with the with EXP Realty, I mean, the excitement of it and just how many people, the exposure and, and then you just want to keep going and going, but eventually you do burn out. And I'm grateful that I have Yelena as a mentor to remind me to, you know, it's okay to take some time in your day to just be still and be still and practice that every day. Um, and, and, and I've been doing that because I can't keep going. I just, I, I just don't show up with the right intention, with the right energy to receive abundance, but also give it, you know? Yeah. And plus you have a son that you're, it seems like he's your pride and joy. Yep. Yeah. Son you and daughter. Mm -hmm. Is that what happened? It's a, yeah, my son and daughter. So Lex oh is 10 and Mila is 13. Wow. So that, and that's a whole nother job on its own. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, it is a challenge sometimes, but it's a fun challenge. Uh, I'm grateful that they are at the age that they are because I wouldn't have been able to move this quickly and, and be able to scale at the level that I'm scaling if they were younger, because when they're younger, they require a little bit more hands-on and just teaching them principles and lessons in life that, um, that will carry them through their life that I just, you know, I'm sure, you know, you've noticed some people don't have these principles in life. And to me, it's so important to raise productive human beings that will add to this world instead of take away. Yeah. And that, that's a full-time job on its own. I mean, let alone, you've got like three full-time jobs, taking care of yourself, taking care of your children, and then not even taking care about like raising efficient, powerful human beings. And then also building your own empire and partnering with some elite people that I think is internationally known yeah and so um what how are you able to separate or do you separate the business from your family time like how are you able to um segment those areas of you your children and your business absolutely great question um sometimes i don't um sometimes like um this weekend on sunday Sunday, I've, I've really made an intention to take a day off and be mm -hmm. present with my kids and not make myself all crazy and feel guilty if I'm not, if I'm not working. Um, if there are a couple things that flare up that need my attention, like, for example, I needed to get our newest listing in Miami and Midtown ready. Uh, so we just stopped by, looked at it, made sure that all the little things needed to be fixed. My kids were with me. And that took 15 minutes and then we went and carried on on our day. So my kids get to see that. Sometimes they come to my open houses on Saturdays and help out. Um, I really got them enrolled as much as I could possibly get them enrolled to be on the mission with me so they can be an asset and, and, and understand why I'm doing all of this, right? It's, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's not really 
I remember when we had that disconnect and then I would get angry at them because I didn't, they didn't understand why I'm frantic working so hard. And that work is to provide a better life for them, for them to be uh, receivers of the, the fruits of my labor. So, and now they're enrolled They're They're Mila is a little entrepreneur. Lex is getting there. He's 10. He's still figuring out, but what we allocate time to, for, one another on Sundays and then towards the end of the day, like yesterday, we were playing Monopoly just to kind of take our mind off of all of the fires that I usually put out or problems that I'm looking to solve. So it really, it really, you got to put that time on the calendar. I think that's so amazing that you say that. And it makes me like, you know, I know there's a lot of people that it can go either way when it comes to, um, uh, parenting and it's like you literally are it's like a business from what mm -hmm. I've heard I'm not a parent so <laughs> I'm a plant mom but other than that um, but what I'm hearing too is it's like you you said you mentioned that you learned how to get them on your team and so that you guys form an alliance and they become an asset how were you able to make that shift? Because it sounded like you said, like, at first they were frustrated and then they got on the team. Like, how are you able to get them to, I guess, like assign them roles and, and um, help you out more? Yeah. I mean, um, actually, now that I think about it, I think for the last few years, uh, my kids, like, I, I don't do laundry. I don't do dishes. Like, my kids just naturally, I don't just repetition, right? Like human beings, we practice over and over and then we adapt it. Um, I told the kids, I don't have time to do this and I need your help to get it done. So that way I can go when these deals close them and then we can take a fabulous vacation or spend more time together. Mm -hmm. So, and then I asked them, where would you want to go? Or for example, one of the things that I love doing is for birthdays, do you want to have a birthday party or do you want to go have an experience somewhere, travel? So really painting a picture of what they want and giving the, them the opportunity to design uh, their future. But also they have to realize that mom has to put in a lot of the work and they have to be uh, an extension of, of me to help me get there. So they, you know, that's why I was saying I'm grateful that they are this age now because it's easier for them to understand that versus when they were little, they actually need that. They need more of that attention and the explanation. And I remember taking them you know to places like they just need more attention than they do now mm, yeah I think because that was a big one I know like when I sometimes work with um, women entrepreneurs that are running companies and then running the home and then trying to figure out how to take care of themselves the biggest challenge was not asking for help yeah that was me that was me. I mean, that was me six years ago. I didn't want anyone to help me. I didn't want anyone's help. I was in my bubble. Uh, I went through something very painful and I'm just like, no, it's me and the kids. And that's it. And I just kind of lived on the superficial. People thought everything is great. Everything's fabulous. But um, I lost a lot of people in my life because I just wouldn't let anyone into my circle. And, um, and I think early last year, 20, what year are we on? 2021. <laughs> I made a decision. I'm like, I got to hire an assistant because I can't, I can't keep going like this. I can't, you know, you know, like if you're putting in so much effort, you're not seeing the results fast enough because you're focused on too many little things. Like if you really think about it, like what little things are you doing in your life? 
that are a complete waste of your time. Like for me, it's a waste of my time to do dishes, uh, to do laundry, to clean, because my time is more expensive going out there and pulling in mega million dollar deals and, mm -hmm. and thinking about people I need to reach out than doing, you know, something that I can outsource and pay someone else to do, you know? And I think that's a different mindset that's required in and of itself because a lot of people like including myself i grew up really poor so like we my mom's like you gotta you gotta be in charge of your life you gotta do everything yourself and that's not practical like for mm -hmm. you to go to higher levels of success you have to do things on a higher level of you know operation which involves people helping you so that's that took a while to to adapt and relinquish control because i'm a control freak i want things done my way and now with a team I got to learn to trust mm -hmm. and listen to other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. I, I mean, I know a lot of people where they would like, you did everything for so long on your own, you developed that habit, and then you have to, you want to yeah. let go of the reins and delegate, but then you don't trust anybody to do the job correctly. Yeah, I remember with my first business, I, um, we built everything and we had a uh, staff in the, in the office. And I remember taking our first vacation to the Bahamas and I installed cameras all over the office. Like I was so obsessive. I'm like, looking and then texting my let's say my assistant I'm like why are you painting your nails in the office like what the fuck you know like i'm not paying you to sit on your ass and paint your nails you yeah. know like I, like i couldn't disconnect and then i'd reprimand and that's another thing as you can't micromanage people you got to give people room to be leaders and step into their true potential and that requires extreme awareness as a leader in and of itself Mm. Now, when you're bringing on people and you're hiring people, what is the biggest shift you've realized from the last few years and the height and stepping into heightened levels of success and being around like billionaires, like, and how they're operating of when bringing on the right people in your inner circle that you can trust to pick up the weight that so that you can focus on more important things? Yeah, that's such a great question. And that's another huge lesson, actually, is realizing that a lot of people will tell you they're cut out for for the success, they're cut out for for being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But then people don't show up, like they will do all the talking, and then they're gone, maybe within a few weeks, like that excitement fades, because you know, the real work sets in and then it becomes like, do I re it's like go, it's like New Year's resolution, right? Like you go and make a commitment to the gym to lose weight. And then a month into it, you, that excitement phase and then you're back to your old routines. It takes a special type of person to commit, to do the work, to show the loyalty, to show the, the grind in and on in day in and day out and i mm -hmm. you know i remember like even with the real estate team now like i'm like why are people not showing up i just don't get it like i'm giving you guys all of the information all of the mistakes like what is wrong with people and mm -hmm. then i realized like you know some people are on a different stage of their life and they have to go and realize that for themselves. There's only so much I can do. And I learned that from Elena because I was getting frustrated. I'm like, Elena, why are it like, why yeah. is this happening? And she's like, keep doing you keep putting in the work the right people will be showing up and earning your attention by constantly putting in the work and that's something that was a huge huge shift for me because like I want to save the world I want to hug the world and 
actually that is uh, you know like it's damaging you can't hug and save everybody people want to need to want to be saved and want yeah. to learn to be successful success is a lot of work it's a lot of work it's a lot of dedication it's a lot of hours where you're not getting paid you're gonna have mm -hmm. to believe that one day all of this work is gonna pay you tenfold hundreds you know like millions of dollars and you have to truly believe that and that's in faith that you have to have within yourself that you're capable of yeah yeah it's powerful and one thing i learned too is it's like it's not we weren't even designed like god, god didn't even create us to to save anybody yeah you know? like it just to um serve and support and to give our hand but it's not our job to save anybody and somebody mentioned in the chat about like purpose versus motivation um, I don't know if you've seen the difference, but recently when I started hiring people and hiring a team is, uh, it came down to core values. So I don't hire for skill anymore. I hire for core values yep. because skill can be taught core values can't. Yep, exactly. And that's something, again, going through all of Yelena's trainings with uh, Build Your Empire masterminds that I've been learning. Um, and we have access, if you're in real estate, we have access to this platform that Yelena's building. It's Cardone uh, World. Mm -hmm. And we have all these courses in there on focusing on core values. Who do you represent within you? Like, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And that's something I think that the world needs more of is if you because people are lost. Like people go to college, right? Like you got the system, they go to high school, um, and then and then you go into the world and then you have no structure. You kind of now go be. And if you are not plugged into the right community where you have like-minded people with similar core values, you're gonna drift. And like a huge cruise ship, right? If you're not paying attention, that ship will crash right away. Like you won't even realize it. So uh, like hitting something hard, like if you're on a, you know, on an intercoastal, for example, and I, I didn't realize that. And if they don't teach that in college, I went to, to college, I got the whole American dream. I got the house, I got the fence, I got the husband, I got the business. And I realized like they don't teach any of that yeah. because, and I felt empty in my late twenties and oh my God, is there more? Is this all yeah. you got for me? And then boom, gone. Well, these new generations, I think they have more options that, you know, I would rather be taught by somebody who's actually living it, being, doing it, have it versus somebody yep. reading about it because it's exactly. a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Be around people that are that have um, a track record, right? Who have been consistent, and that's and that's your circle that you want to be around. And um, yeah, I mean, some people kind of got that wisdom, that foundation, and some people are going through it and figuring it out. You know, um, I went through a breakdown, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun after I lost everything and I got around the wrong crowd of people that just wanted to party and and just have fun and be fabulous. And I partied and it was fabulous, um, like really wealthy partying. And um, but it was empty, like mm. it got tiring. Like, what? why am I doing all this for? You know, I'd rather be around people that are actually achieving something and then celebrate those ones partying. Like, you know, when we had um 
uh, like Grant's birthday party. It was, or Elena's birthday party, right? Like you were celebrating like true achievers, people that mm -hmm. actually get it. They get it. They have the core values. They have their purpose. They put in the work day in and day out. Their conversations are intentional. I want to be around that all day long. Mm. Have you noticed a difference in, uh, in your life? You mentioned unfulfilled. It seems like you have a lot of fulfillment these days. Have you noticed a difference by changing your inner circle and how you're showing up in life and the table that you're sitting at? Because one of the main reasons that the show was created was it was like, you know what? Sometimes you are going to remove everything. You know, our God says like rejection is God's redirection. And sometimes that table is going to be empty for a while. But the cool thing is we have the ability to create our own table or work our way and earn our way to sitting at elite tables with other people. So have you noticed a big difference when you changed the tables that you were sitting at? And how did you even get at that table anyway? <laughs> I mean, I know you earned your way. You are a boss woman, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where I got this principle from. As a, as a young kid, um, I used to pursue acting and I was mm -hmm. working on a, on a movie with Drew Barrymore, um, music and lyrics. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I was on set and I remember just always wanting to break the rules. I was an extra actress and I'm like, I need to get close to someone of power. I just need to get close, talk to them, just whatever. So I remember sneaking out and just like finding a reason to go talk to the producers or the directors or um, some of the other main um, actors in the film. And I, like somebody, I don't remember who told me this, but they're like, always go and do something different. Don't be part of the herd, right? Go stray a little bit, go play with fire a little bit. And that's always been kind of my motto. And I remember when I went to my first Grand Cardone uh, conference, um, I got, you know, I, I didn't get diamond seats, but I got, I think it was premiere and I was invited to some like parties. And I remember Yelena launching her book at that event and being in such close proximity and just feeling, I feel people's energy. That's one of my things. It's like my sixth sense. I, I feel, feel people, power. Yeah. I feel people's energies. And sometimes like it could be great. And sometimes it could be, it could be a curse because it can drain you really fast. But at that event, I got close and I'm like, wow, like, this is this is this is real. The, these people are real. I want more of it. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. And I think COVID like came around a year later. And then Yelena was doing her support calls, like her mentorship calls. And I just kept showing up. I kept showing up. I kept listening. Um, and then and then when she got her real estate license, I was actually working on a reality show. Um, at the end of COVID, I'm like, I got to get Elena on here because she, she's passionate about helping people like I am. And I went to tell her about it and she ended up recruiting me into EXP and I'm like, okay. And then things went sideways with the reality show. And I'm like, wow, God had a specific plan for me to get close to Elena to now, now we're working together and supporting each other on our missions and it's it's amazing but yeah you got to learn to kind of not always follow the rules get 
in front of people go buy the expensive ticket because one of the things that i learned is like the more money you spend to go to an event the more you take in you write every note you you ask the right questions you you want to get closer you like that excitement is there i've been given free stuff before and i don't just i don't appreciate it as much when i spend money on it and and that's i think that's another thing that people want um in life is they want something for free Right, like after my divorce, I wanted to be rescued. That reality doesn't exist. You gotta rescue yourself. If you're waiting for somebody to rescue you, you are fucked. You're fucked. You like yeah. dig a grave and just jump in because that'll never happen. Unless you stand yeah. up and start being a warrior of your own life, you will not you will not succeed and you will not thrive. And yeah. and that's something that I learned. So go fight for those tables that you wanna be at. Mm-hmm. And look you're I mean, it seems like I mean that's even when I met you, because we met at that live event, um, and I met, I actually got there because I paid for promo from the Connect Network TV. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of them? Now yep. I'm mm -hmm. friends with Natalie. She's coming yep. down in September. But I paid for proximity and got in. Then Sandy, Sandy was on the show yep. in my, my business, and she's doing amazing things. And then Sandy invited me to the event, and I met you at the event. Yep. Exactly. So it all like, you know, pieces together. I'm like, you, you do have to pay for proximity and people are going to know that person paid, that person paid and that's like, okay, this is more value. Yeah. So, and, and you're more aware to receive when you pay to go to those events. You know, um, I remember I was I'm just going to give you a, a quick little story. Yeah. I was dating this guy who, um, who was, you know, he, helped wealthy people with a specific business. And I remember he's like, oh, Christina, we gotta go to this event. We got a free ticket, blah, blah, blah. And the tickets are $1,500 to this mega mansion for this very, very important person in our community um, in politics. And I remember for some reason, he calls me, he, he, he tries to convince me to go and how many important people are gonna be in that room and I need to go and network with them. And then last minute, he's like, oh, apparently the tickets are not free. I have to pay 1500 so we're not going. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll pay 1500 You spent time, enrolled me in it. That must be important. I'll pay $1,500 to go for my ticket. You can pay for yours. He refused to pay for it. Mm. And, and then, he, like, to me, it showed me his character. Like, mm. and, but it showed me mine, too. Like I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get in front of people, um, to connect with them. And that network brought me to a $14 million deal that I got the opportunity to, to work and then got closer to more people, right? Like you've got to pay to play. And if you really pay attention to all the wealthy people, they all support one another by yeah. buying into their products. Like, I always wondered when I was younger, I'm like, do these people actually get stuff for free since they're all so wealthy? No. How do you support one another? You buy into their products. You connect mm -hmm. them with other people that their businesses can actually benefit from. So that's, yeah. that was a huge distinction for me. Yeah. And even, like, when my friends are launching things, I think the best way to show, I mean, if you have the financial funds, of course, is um, they, like... Um, my friend Naja, she she sent she just launched like clothing, gym clothing. So I bought like a bunch of gym clothes from her from O Snap. Her and her husband mm -hmm. also own owns O Snap. And um, I was like, hey, I love the pants, love the workout because I really do. And that was my support. Even um, Bobby, she uh, created with um, 
a product for red light therapy for t uh, skin tightening, she launched it as the first one to buy. I was like, how can I, where can I get it? You know, and it's not that expensive, but it just shows like, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's how we support each other. Yeah. If you can afford it, of course, you yeah. know. Or if you can't afford it, serve your way until you mm -hmm. can. The thing, here's another thing is, I feel like a lot of people hold on to their money so tightly. Again, these are beliefs that are wired into us from a very young age. And, you know, like, and we don't realize it, right? Like, we don't realize, like, wow, we have all this money, like, that we can play with and invest into ourselves. And, and, and we hold on to it. Like, it's our, like, our life depends on it. But you're, this is a scarcity mindset, right? And, and this is something that I had to learn to overcome for me personally, because um, I used to hold on, like, after I lost everything, I mean, I, I didn't, I lost everything, like, everything that I built, like, business, right, marriage, but like, I still had money, but in my mm -hmm. mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm counting pennies. I'm like, I'm holding on to this house. Like, oh my gosh, I need to provide for my kids. I was living from scarcity, right? Mm -hmm. But I was spending money left and right. I wasn't putting the money to work into the right things mm -hmm. to make it work for me in a more productive way. I was, I was just like, it was a comfort thing in the mind, in your mind. So like, you want to make sure that you invest your money that's going to produce something more, whether it's a growth within you, a growth within a business. Um, one of my other things that I, I love investing into people. Like mm -hmm. I was telling a story recently, my brother-in-law, you know, was struggling with depression. I remember like, I don't like to buy presents sometimes because I see a need. I'm like, here, why don't you go to college and try a course? Here's a gift for me to you. I'll, I'll pay, go do it. And then, and then that changed his life. You know, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you got to be in tune with what the people around you need, especially if they're going to use it. Um, so yeah, I think supporting one another, but yeah, serving, um, doing the work, if you don't have the money is super, super important too. Cause like I, like for me, people that just show up and show me that they're dedicated and doing the work, that to me is priceless. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Yeah. And that's also a form of investment, as you mentioned. And, um, one thing that you were talking about earlier about like just consistently showing up and not understanding why people can is um, one thing that I learned. And I don't know if you see this as well as when we talked about like bringing people on and bringing people on for core values versus skill set was that not everybody is capable of fulfilling. And you mentioned that earlier. I think that was a really important topic because that also comes back to taking personal responsibility. As you mentioned, nobody's coming to save you. Like you're not a victim. You have to save yourself. You have to, you know, figure it out. Um, and taking that personal responsibility, you, you said, you didn't say seasons, but you said something about, 
people are in different segments in their life. Stages, yep. They're in different stages, stages in their lives. Stages in their life, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things I think I wanted to ask you about was on not everybody's capable. Do you feel that has a lot to do with not knowing how to take care of self? Because this whole thing too is about the core of you and then the extension of everything that you're doing. But that's an extension of what you're doing. It's not who you are. It's yep. what you do. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, one of the things that I, um, I'm a social human being. Mm-hmm. When I went through my traumatic experience, I locked, I closed up. I stopped communicating with people. I was afraid to ask questions. I think one of the biggest things, and maybe perhaps a misconception, and I had it too, is people forget to ask questions to other people. You know, like sometimes a, a human being just needs to have a conversation where they will develop a thought that'll help them grow in their own personal life Mm. right like hey how are you i'm great thanks for asking you know like that's not a conversation right like you want to have a conversation like hey you know um i saw you're working on this deal the other day and you looked really like frustrated like that's a genuine quality question Mm. where you can actually enhance someone's life because you acknowledge they went through it right like and and then you add value and like oh you look so much better today how did it turn out you know and and then I think people need to ask people genuine questions and be present. I struggle with this so much these days. Like my brain is like in the universe around me, sometimes hovering over me and it's being present has really, really become a challenge because I'm moving so fast. And then, you know, I, I, I notice like sometimes I'm like making decisions and my team's not understanding why I'm making decisions. And I'm like, can't you just read my mind? Like I thought I explained it to you. Like, and, and they're like all frustrated because I'm like already like a hundred feet ahead with my decision making anyways like being truly intentional asking questions of of meaning because people in order for people to grow you need to ask questions I used to talk at people to hopefully they hear you but if you don't ask the right questions where they come to their own understanding of why they're doing something they will continue to be in that loop so this is like, you know, one of the things is like my team's learning how to communicate with me because they're learning how to help me grow to the next level. And that's with questions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like super, super powerful. Um, if you want to add value to people, ask them genuine questions and be present with them. Because for me, when somebody asks me a question, it my mind comes alive. Like I get ideas, I get, you know, thoughts start flowing. And that to me is just like, wow, like that's a gift because you got my attention because now I have to think about it. Mm. What would you say some of your daily, you mentioned this earlier in the conversation because you are for sure, like if anybody watching or watching your place, you'd be like, you for sure are a high end achiever. Like that is no question. And Every moment that I see you, I watch you've got the consistent flow of like, you know, I'm sure sometimes you mention you burn out, but you're like, you know, your energy is everything. And um, (laughs) some of your non-negotiables that help you operate at the high levels of energy that you operate at, that you're like, this is a non-negotiable and you know the days that you miss it or you skip it, you do feel an impact. Like a non-negotiable in my day or in just... Yeah, like your daily routine, your ritual, your habits for more of like for you, like how you take care of you. Yeah. So for me, I have to get seven hours of sleep. Like if I don't get seven hours, um, 
I am I'm not a nice person. I'm just grumpy. Really? You? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, time of my month when I'm a complete beast and I will just not be, you know, get laser stares at people. But if I don't get that sleep, I, I, I can be like that on a regular basis. So sleep is extremely important to me. Uh, water is really important to me. Um, being intentional, this is something I'm also practicing, being intentional with my food. Um, I grew up poor, so um, as a kid, I starved to the point where I felt like I was dying. And um, my grandma had like a metal chain around her fridge to make the food last longer. So like I had a very messed up um, relationship with food because when I moved to America, there's so much of food and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I didn't understand the processed food and all that. So now I'm building a healthier relationship with food and being intentional um, and not trying to just eat to like, oh, my body needs it versus like, no, food has energy and it's going to nourish my cells mm -hmm. and, um, and help me feel more energized. So that's a non-negotiable, just really being focused with, with my meals. Um, and then working out like every day I need to, I need to move. Um, if I'm not moving, I'm, I'm, I feel it. I feel my brain is not as sharp. I, I'm not good at making decisions. My decisions are slower. Um, for, for people around me, I really want like really high quality, like loyal people with core values. Like I'm, I'm so protective of my energy now. I used to like want to be around people. Now I'm very picky about who I want to be around. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of wisdom of like non-negotiable. I can't be, if I go into a room and it's not my people, like I leave, I just, I can't, it just, it drains me. I remember my girlfriend, we went to New York one, um, one year with my girlfriend and I protect my energy and I'm okay with Ubering around. And she, for some reason, just for fun, decided to Uber like a share thing. And there were these weird people in the car and I got so drained from them and we were going to this event. So when I got to the event and there was more people around the event, I had nothing to give. And I went to my, to, to the bathroom and I just had a breakdown. Like I was on the floor crying because these people just like, it started from like this, again, I feel energy and it drained me. So I protect my energy. So when I show up on my fullest and I can give people my full attention. Um, and yeah, that's, that, that has been extremely, extremely important to me is, is to be in the right circles of people and protect my energy. Yeah, it really is real. I mean, I'm the same. And uh, that's why my yoga practice is a non-negotiable. My exercising, it helps move energy and it helps reset your energy, meditation, breathing. So I 100% <laughs> it's yeah. real and it's uh one thing is for a long time i think because you're such an extrovert at the same time that a lot of times when you go into like a energetic hibernation to recalibrate yourself uh typically it's like your alone time right yep yep it's it's it, another thing that i i guess like you saying that triggered is like when you're around a lot of people like I, I realized I need to make time in between. Um, like we have a lot of events with Elena and Grant, right? 
I always get my own room. I always get my own room because I know when I'm in those rooms, I give and give and communicate and receive. And, you know, you're constantly exchanging energy. So I realize that I need to have 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes of solitude. And I had to force myself to be still. So that way I'm not frantic because I, that has happened before and I didn't understand why it was happening to me. And that's because now I need to practice being still, not have any movement around me, not have anyone talk to me or ask me questions. And th that, that was a huge realization last year for me. Mm -hmm. And I practiced that too. It's, it's learning, Hey, I'm not good at travel. I'm great at traveling with people, but I, I'm better when I'm, I got my own space and I encourage others to do that too. I mean, if you don't have the money and resources, I totally understand, yeah. but you know, if you Make can bathroom breaks, yeah, you, <laughs> got, you gotta do, you gotta focus on like being still that is like, it's like recharging your battery. Mm -hmm. I love that you say that because um, when I'm around a lot of high end achievers or entrepreneurs and you know, all of them have like that, like anxious energy is like, <laughs> like little like gremlins ready to come out in any moment. <laughs> and one of the first things I always like recommend, you're laughing because it's true, you know. I've been there. I've experienced it. Me too. And everybody's like, how? You're so calm now. I was like, it's been a lot of years of conscious practice. And uh, one of the biggest things that I find is so hilarious is, and I'm so happy you're bringing this up is a lot of times like, I can't sit still. My mind races too much. I'm like, that's why you have to practice the art of sitting still, mm -hmm. you know, and, and how you explain that. But what was the biggest shift and the biggest difference What you mentioned, um, you noticed it just changed last year. So that's really recent. Yeah, well, I mean, last year, a lot of things started happening last year, because remember, we went from being COVID and locked up, and yeah. which I absolutely enjoyed, because my personality, I want to be at every event, I want to shake every hand. That was me before COVID. And then I was I gave myself a break, because the whole world stopped. And yeah. I didn't feel this pressure that I need to go out and network and I need, I don't need to go out and be at every event. So I felt like this pause was so soothing and like it relieved so much pressure. And I think during that time, I realized how important it was for me to be still and how important it was for me to be intentional with my energy. And it was like God teaching me, right? Because he was preparing me for my next season, which is partnership with Yelena and everything that we're doing with her um and like we're doing the wealth mastermind on friday i'm so excited because a lot of the women and men that come it's just so like we're we're all an understanding of what it takes to build wealth right and a lot of that involves being still and being intentional with your energy there are times when you go 100 miles an hour and there are times where you got to be okay so now sit and be with you and be with with your energy and your mind heart soul and spirit you know Mm. so what do you feel like what are some like healthy tools because a lot of times people think like they have to always take action and you're actually saying the opposite or finding that fine balance between the two or knowing when to prioritize i i personally don't believe in balance do you believe in balance i don't believe in balance i believe in and listening to who you are as a human being right and that's again going back to to COVID, that taught me that Christina, you need to slow down in order to speed up. Mm -hmm. If you don't slow down, you're not going to speed up and be consistently going. You're going to crash. And I've done that before. 
uh, with my first business, I remember like building and building and building and building. And I had a newborn. And I remember like my body just like one day I'm, we're, I'm at the office taking care of our patients. And all of a sudden my totally normal. And then my body went to 104 degrees, like really fast, like really fast. And we're in Florida. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like shaking like this. Like I was like shaking yeah. and my teeth were clacking and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's going on with me? And that's me going fast and not taking care of me and being still. Mm -hmm. And I remember going into my car, which was like 105 degrees from the sun and I'm trying to warm up and I couldn't. And I couldn't go back to the office because I looked like I was having a seizure. So that to me frightened me. Um, and, and when I started with the real estate, that, that reminder is always there. So I practice being still because I don't want to, to me, that's burnout. That to me was like, my body's like, you need to rest. You need mm -hmm. to rest like now. And yeah. I, now you've got to be intentional because high achievers, we're always going to be working. We're always going to be looking for a way to get things done faster, mm -hmm. more efficient. But the only way we can do that is if we rest and allocate time for that. I think every single day to take care of our vessel here, our car. Yeah, yeah take care of ourselves. You mentioned the exercise, the water, the prayer, the mind, body, soul, the mind, body, spirit, and that self-care is a big part of it. And I think because a lot of people, it freaks them out because um, one thing is, you know, you can be, become addicted. Like addiction comes in so many different forms and shapes, and you can become addicted to action as you're talking about. That was me. Yeah. Everybody. Girl, I only know because I know. <laughs> only talk what I know about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's another I, reason why I wanted to like bring women like you on to celebrate to see like there are certain patterns in order to operate at a certain level and you know, you've operated a different way for so long and it didn't work or serve you anymore to be able to have the endurance to be operating at even higher levels now. And yeah. um it's a, I think a lot of people are afraid to to slow down because they feel like they're gonna they're being lazy or they're um or they're going to like not be as productive and so what you're saying is actually the opposite in order to be more productive and take more action you have to slow down and take care of yourself yeah and i and i and i struggled with this as of recently and it's not like slow down guys like if you're high achievers and you're listening to this and you're you know like don't it doesn't mean like oh take it easy throughout your day like make time for you like morning for me is super important is for me to be clear and present with my thoughts but also wind down towards the evening too um, so it, it doesn't mean to slow down in your work life or, you know, the goals you're going after, right? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice during the day? Like, I realize, you know, like, I love going out to restaurants. That mm -hmm. to me is me time. Um, uh, but it takes time out of my day. Like, how, what else can I do to be present without blowing money, uh, wasting time, um, and do it efficiently in smaller amount of time. So, right, like when I'm stressed or like I have all these problems that I need to solve, like I go for a walk, I breathe, I take my dog, I go for a walk, I breathe, or, um, you know, like take 10 minutes for you, right? Don't go scrolling through social media or YouTube or whatever your, your social addiction is. Take, like, turn it off, like, this really, really works. It's so powerful to like 
practices. I, I can't believe we're even talking about this, but because I remember I was in college and I'm like, we didn't have these problems. I studied broadcast journalism and they were talking about like, okay, we're going to have everything digital and people are going to be obsessed with it. And here we are. People do have huge obsessions with them, you know, yeah. but it is, it takes away from the quality of your life. So. Yeah. And that's why I like the healthy tools that you mentioned. Um, what I found to be true is that, and please add to this, um, whether you agree or disagree, it's very conversational. So I'd like to hear your insight. But what I found about this is that a lot of times the avoidance behavior, which is another form of procrastination, procrastination stems in three segments, overwhelm, not feeling safe to move forward and um, avoidance behavior, which creating distractions like, and then it becomes a habit and an addiction because we don't want to deal with ourselves, or we don't know how to sit with ourselves, or we don't know how to, you know, maybe we're experiencing pain, anxiety, depression, sadness, and we don't want to deal with self. And yeah. so we numb or avoid to distract through in there different. Yeah, everybody, me too, food, alcohol, social media, going um, out, being around people that don't serve you. Yeah, toxic relationships, conversations, just because you don't want to be alone. Yeah, now, and, now and I, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to not want to be alone because I, first of all, like, I've never been alone in my life. Like, I went from being in a family of five kids, being the oldest, taking care of everybody, to being married at 18 and like I never lived alone so actually I'm learning how to do that in the last literally two years how to be alone how to be okay being alone and and that's a beautiful thing and I know a lot of people are scared of it I was myself a petrified of being alone but now I just see how much power there is if you just literally sit with yourself like you know practice you know doodling, writing your goals down, listen to some soft music, light a candle, put on, I don't know, um, whatever music you like and just romance like, yourself. Yeah, like, like create an environment you want to be in. This is powerful because whenever there's chaos in your life, you'll be able to handle it because you know how you show up for you when you're alone. And that is peaceful. You're showing up peaceful. You can create a loving environment for you. You can create a powerful environment for you. You know, you can do some stretches. You can work out. I have dumbbells from COVID like all over my house because for me, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to practice strengthening one muscle at a time because the gyms are closed, you know? So find a way like what excites you. And if nothing excites you, like who do you know in your life that inspires you and then go model after them you know mm. um running from you is is a catastrophe i've done it you've done it and mm. it's it, it doesn't get you to where you want to be because you're lying to yourself you're mm. lying to what you truly need by filling it with the wrong people with the wrong information with your wrong thoughts when you're lying to yourself mm. you're not being authentic and when you're not authentic, you're not living your full potential. You're not living to the life that you're meant to have. And I've been there. I've been there. I don't want it anymore. I'm very intentional, very spiritual. And I, and I know people, you know, this is going back to people, right? I can't save them. They have to want it. They have to seek it. And this is where you have to ask them questions. Like, what do you want out of your life? 
Like, what are your goals? Are you happy with the that's life a, you're that's leading? A hard, that's a hard question, you know, especially when somebody's not even connected to themselves. It's kind of like, who are you? I'm like, I did a live um, with a woman who specializes in hypnosis and she's done a lot of work with Dr. Joe Dispenza and stuff like that. And I was like, that's such a challenging question for somebody who's literally feels like they're in a hole, you know, in a really dark hole. And I know that with everybody talking about the things that are coming up and this and that, it's like you can go one of two ways. And the best way to, to build yourself, just like when we got out of COVID, is people were either in a good space or a bad bad space because that was a time we really had to you had that we had to sit with ourselves yeah and and I love that time I I didn't realize how much I loved being alone it was wonderful mm -hmm. and 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 yeah for other people I know that people came out realizing there's got to be changes done but asking the right questions you know like I sometimes I ask people how they remember how we met and like usually it's like what are your goals? What what, are, what is your purpose? What do you see your life, you know, fulfill? How are you going to fulfill your life? Make it meaningful. And most people don't think like that. Like most people, they're like, oh, wow. Like your question is really powerful. Like, you know, like, and, and it made me realize how, um, you know, it's important to ask those questions because when you ask somebody that question, their brain starts thinking. Right. And that's going back to like, hey, if you if the one gift that I can leave you with is is pour into you, meaning ask you the right question that's going to like open your mind a little bit to receive and then push you or turn your, your life into a little bit different trajectory than you could have ended in being like stagnant in the same place you know so i want to add as much as i can to people whether it's in real estate whether it's um through people that i meet through all the events or just my team that i get to be around not only pour into them but they pour it back to me because it's a it's a reciprocity right yes and you actually i think you kind of answered the last question man i can't believe it's already been a whole freaking hour like it went by so fast i love these conversations um but christina if there was one last piece of like golden insight like you drop these diamonds so many diamonds you dropped in everybody today but if there was one thing where somebody could feel like actually capable of taking inspired action today and expanding on that every single day like just a simple space to start what would one piece of advice be for somebody to elevate their business their mindset and overall their life so one of the things that um i love this question one of the things that i learned to trust in the times of despair that i've been through in the times of chaos and i remember this voice of goodness right? Like in my mind. So one thing that I've learned to trust is lean into that voice of goodness and follow it. When things are falling apart, when things seem chaotic, I learned to trust it more and more because that's what pulled me out of the despair. So lean into that voice. It's powerful. And then the second thing I would say is whatever you're carrying around that needs a decision and you're afraid to make that decision, like make a decision, stop worrying how it's going to turn out. If it turns out one way, great. If it turns out the other way, great. Stop worrying about it. Just make a decision, release that because a lot of us carry all this around and we are not moving forward because we're petrified of 
whatever the outcome is. And I've been there. So when you start making decisions, give yourself permission to make that decision and stop worrying about the outcome. Trust the outcome is going to be exactly what you need it to be. And if it's not, there's a reason for it. And it's going to push you in the direction or pull you in the right direction for your life to expand and grow. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much. That was so powerful. Thank like, you. Oh, had, like a whole TED talk here. I that know. was amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for our listeners and for those viewers coming on today or watching the replay. This will be saved. I know I saw some people commenting of if it will be saved, this will be saved. And uh, just drop a comment below. What's that one piece, that one golden nugget, that one diamond that you found so much value in in today's live stream? We want to hear your comments. Make sure you like this video. Share it with other people that you know are going to find value. And uh, Christina, you have events coming up. Can they find that on your page? Yes, if you guys, so right now, um, I'm going to uh, Wealth uh, Build Your Empire Wealth Mastermind with Elena this Friday. If you're interested, um, I'm also looking for top realtors, anybody that wants to be part of my team and take their career from good to great. Um, I'm looking to speak with you. And then um, anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate, come let me know because I'm going for icon status uh, within my organization, which is a very prestigious award. I'd love your help. And, and this is just not in, in uh, South Florida. It could be all over Florida. I'd appreciate any referrals. And Tanya, you're amazing. I'm so grateful we finally got on the live and this was so much fun. And we're neighbors now. I we gotta know. do something productive. We can go to a yoga or something like that and like, center ourselves. Let's go. Let's all right, do it. All right. Thank you so much for being on the live. Thank you all for joining us. Until next Tuesday, remember to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.